Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazzo, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. For this episode, I want to share with you a few of my takeaways from the year 2020. And that has been a very interesting year, as everyone can attest to it. For the last couple weeks, I have been going through my journals. I journal on a daily basis, and every morning I set goals for the day, and at the end of the day I journal and I track what I've accomplished and what are the things that has happened, and I want to share some of those things that I have taken away this year with you. Even though this is the first episode of 2021, I feel that it's important to be able to just look back and see what God has done. For most people, their year starts on January 1st. My year starts on January 2nd because that's my birthday, and that's the day that every year on my birthday, I ask God to give me a verse for that next year. And once I have that verse, I stand on that, I pray through it, I try to memorize it, I put it on the background of my phone, I put it, as ma- I put it in as many places as possible so that it becomes something that is on the forefront of my mind. For 2020, that verse was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Some translations actually say He will make your paths straight. You know, I really like that verse, and it has been something that I've known for a very long time. I've memorized that from the time that I was a child. But this year, I was blessed with having one of my guests on Along the Way, retired Major General Bob Dees. And he said something that I was able to apply to that verse. He said that you fall the way that you lean. And that is something that has really stuck with me this year. You fall the way that you lean. And there's a lot of times where I've felt myself falling, and it's because I realized that I wasn't leaning on the Lord. I was leaning on my own understanding. I was leaning on just the situations around me or my own strength, whatever it might be. If you lean on those things, then you're going to fall on those things as well. But if you lean on God, you're going to fall on him. I'm not sure if you've ever had this happen to you, but it's happened to me where you're standing and you put all your weight on one leg. You just kind of shift from one leg to the other, but somebody might come up behind you and play a practical joke on you and they'll just hit the back of your knee a little bit and cause you to fall down. And I find that that's really interesting because even though they're just playing a joke, they're attacking the thing that is actually bringing you stability and holding you up. You know, as we fall on Jesus, as we fall on him, that's the best place that we could ever fall. And I'm learning that more and more and more, that that's what I need to do. You know, the 2020 has been very stressful, very interesting. It's been very interesting to say the least. And I've had some really great opportunities, but there's also been some really difficult times. And as everybody's gone through this whole coronavirus thing, it has affected everybody. And I don't, I don't think there's one person on this planet that hasn't been affected by it. You know, at the beginning of the year, I had some great goals in mind, and I wanted to read a lot of books. I wanted to go to the gym. In some areas of my life, the goals that I set, I achieved, and I did pretty well. In other areas, not so much. COVID restrictions definitely caused some issues with that, and in several places, I was able to pivot and do something different, but there's still some things that I know that I need to reassess and try to work on for this next coming year. 
At the beginning of the year, I wanted to train to run a 5K in under 30 minutes. I joined a gym, and I went several times a week before the coronavirus hit. At the beginning of the year, I sometimes do a 21-day fast. In 2020, I did a liquid fast for those 21 days. And it's a season where I set aside time with God. I give up food preparation, food cleanup, all those extra things that are also associated with food just to use that time to read the Bible, to spend more time in His presence, to pray. And it's always a time for me that I definitely feel closer to God. I might not necessarily hear something earth-shattering from God during that season, but it's something that sets me up for what I need to do next. If you are ever thinking about doing a 21-day fast or a longer fast, I definitely suggest taking smaller steps first. It's not that easy to go 21 days full at the very beginning. Work your way up to it if you want to. But it's definitely worth giving that time to the Lord. You won't regret it. I had an interesting thing happen as I was going through my journals. I came across a note that I made to myself. I had some work done to my car, and after I got my car back from the mechanic, there was this sound that I just could not figure out where it was coming from. And there was an, it was a knocking. It sounded like it was in my dashboard. I could not figure it out what it was at all. And I was going crazy. I took my glove box out and went through everything there. I looked everywhere that I possibly could. And then finally, I asked my dad for some help. And my dad and I were we're looking and trying to figure this out. And he said, why don't you pop the hood? When I did that, he was looking around and then he saw in one of the ridges, I guess, or one of the channels there, there was a tool, a ratchet extender that had been there for more than a month. And that's what was moving around and causing this knocking sound that was driving me crazy. But it wasn't until I asked for help to deal with this, that I was actually able to get the help and to figure out what that sound was. I was driving around with this thing that it was annoying me and it was distracting me and I was still able to drive, but it was something that was definitely causing me frustration. And there's so many times in our lives where there's things that are causing us frustration that we just need somebody else to help us find what that actually is. And when I was able to have my dad help me with that, and just to have somebody else's ears, somebody else's eyes look at something that I had missed and think about things a little bit differently, then we were able to find what it was. Interestingly enough, I carried that around with me for a couple weeks before I took it back to the mechanic. It was really interesting just to know, like, this is the thing, this inanimate object was causing me so much pain and frustration, and now it's gone. That's because I asked for help. And so the lesson that I take away from that is that we need to make sure that we are asking help from the right people in our lives. Sometimes you just need that outside view. Sometimes you just need somebody to really help you understand what's really going on. So as the year went on, uh, we're <laughs> only in March at this point, and we started getting news about this COVID-19 virus. And at work, we were trying to figure out how do we help people through this time? And the first thing we did was we just demonstrated how to properly wash hands and just talked about general, you know, coughing away from people, coughing into your elbow and just different general hygiene things that everybody should be doing already. So I showed up to work on Monday and it was a week that we had already pre-recorded our shows. So everything that was airing that 
that week during the beginning of coronavirus had already been recorded and it wasn't talking about coronavirus. It wasn't addressing what the world was thinking about. And so I got called into a meeting with some of the other producers and leadership at the TV station. And in this meeting, our president, Steve Johnson, was talking with us. And he said, you know what? Over the weekend, I was thinking government officials had been saying that all non-essential businesses needed to close for the time being so that everybody could be safe from this virus. Well, the president of our network was asking the question, are we essential? And if we are essential then what are we doing to be essential? I loved the way that he presented that to us. You know, Christian broadcasting and preaching the gospel is essential and always will be. And it is the only thing that will bring this world hope. And so if we were going to actually be calling ourselves essential, then we needed to really act essential. So literally, we started a brand new program that we called Coronavirus Hope for Today. And it was a half-hour live program in the morning where we were trying to bring some of the latest news updates and more encouraging stories of how people are helping each other and maybe having a better understanding. We were able to talk to some microbiologists and other people that had a better understanding of viruses and how things work and how vaccines work and how we needed to respond to that. Our very first guest was actually Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, who I did an episode of Along the Way with. Uh, It was called Sacred Rest, and it's something that I think is very important. She is a practicing licensed medical doctor, and we wanted to get her advice about what is going on and how we can react. You know, mental health is something very important, and that's why I think that her book, Sacred Rest, is one of the most important books that I read in 2018. Interestingly enough, the day that we started the new Coronavirus Hope for Today show was also the two-year anniversary of my car accident, where on St. Patrick's Day of 2018, a drunk driver crossed the center line and hit me head-on. I was physically okay for the most part from that accident, but I had a concussion, and the fallout from that lasted the remainder of the year, and honestly, it still affects me today some. One of the biggest things that the concussion did was give me headaches, constantly. I actually had a headache that lasted nine months or so. I went through three different types of therapy to get through that season, and finally, after vision therapy, I started realizing that the headache wasn't affecting me all the time. Now, my threshold for headaches is still a little bit lower than I would like it to be, but I've learned how to deal with it better. And so when the world is shutting down, and things are looking chaotic, and the future is looking bleak, and it's the anniversary of my car accident, it took me a while to realize that all of those things were affecting each other. Thank God that God showed me that I can trust in him. And when he pointed out, just like I needed my dad to point out that there was that ratchet extender uh, that was in my car that was making all that noise, that there were several things that were triggering anxiety for me because of the anniversary of my car accident. But God used that to remind me that I can trust and rest and have peace in him. That if I truly trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding and all of my ways acknowledge him, he will direct my paths. One of the things in my life that God used to remind me that I can trust in him was a story about when I accidentally got stuck in Ghana for three days, coming back from a mission trip to Liberia, West Africa. 
Back in 2011, I was leading a team to Liberia, West Africa. We had been there for seven weeks, and we were on our way home. And unfortunately, on one of our connecting flights, we ended up having an extended stay in Ghana for three days. Now, the airline that we were flying actually put us in a very nice hotel. But unfortunately, they didn't communicate with me at all about what was going on, and I was in charge of a group of about 14 people. Now, the hotel took care of our food, the place to stay, it was air-conditioned, there was TV, and there was a very nice pool. Now, all of the students really enjoyed that time. Me as the leader, I had a hard time trusting God and trusting in this situation that we were actually going to be able to get home. See, we had given all of our extra cash to the church that we were working with in Liberia so that they could continue to share the gospel in different areas of the country. We had given most of our extra clothing um, and any extra supplies that we had. So we literally had next to nothing because we were coming back to the United States and we had everything that we needed back at home. So we were kind of stuck with next to nothing. So if the hotel needed us to pay, we were in trouble. And if there was any other unforeseen expenses, we were also in trouble. So after being there for three days... The students had a great vacation. I was panicking. After three days, we were finally taken back to the airport and were able to get back home. Yes, as we were trying to leave the country, I did get pulled into the side room where we got extra questioned because we didn't have the proper paperwork to be there, but we were able to get through and God provided and took care of everything. When God reminded me of that story, he said, John, you could either... Respond in trusting me and know that I have everything under control, or you can lean on your own understanding and panic and freak out like you did in Ghana. You had the opportunity to enjoy the time and the season that you were in, but you chose not to. So I tried to respond by walking in peace, by walking in trust, and by falling the way that I lean. God opened up some other doors during this year. There was a short season where a few weeks I was actually working at home most of the time, and I had an opportunity to get along the way on the Charisma Podcast Network, which I am extremely grateful for. I also started doing a daily news story for the Charisma News Podcast, and those two things have definitely helped grow along the way. As I record this episode on Sunday, January 3rd, Right now, I can look and see that I have over 40,360 downloads of Along the Way. That's amazing. That's something that I didn't think was going to be possible anytime soon. You know, it takes a long time to grow a podcast, and so I'm very grateful for the influence that Charisma has helped me gain. Along the Way has now reached 164 countries. And I've even received messages from people in other nations just telling me how much they appreciate along the way and asking, when's the next episode coming out? I received an email from somebody in Dubai. I also got to know an actor who was traveling through Europe with a Christian play company. With coronavirus affecting everyone, it was something that I knew that I needed to address in my podcast along the way. So I decided to start doing some quarantine checkups where I would reconnect with some of the guests from previous episodes, anybody that was available, and just do a short 10-15 to minute checkup with them to see how they were doing and what God was teaching them during this difficult time. 
it was a lot of fun to be able to reconnect with some great people who were already doing great things and taking this time where we all had to be isolated and using it for the glory of God. And for a while, I was doing those episodes every day. It was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work. Partway through the year, we decided to make some big changes to my TV show, Real Life. We ended up rebranding it and reformatting it. Even though it's still a daily program, we're no longer every other week, where we would record two episodes, one for that day and then one for the following week. We are now every day, and only a half an hour. We've even rebranded the show to Hope Today, because that's what everybody really needs. We haven't been able to have many people come into the studio for obvious reasons. So in addition to how I would normally produce a TV show, I have had to add to my daily routine, Skyping with the guest for tomorrow's show, just to make sure that all of the technical things are working properly. The microphone, the lighting, the connection, just to make sure that everything works for whenever we're live the next day. It's always very interesting whenever you're dealing with live TV and technology. There's so much that can go wrong, but by the grace of God, most of the time, things go very well. So even though we haven't been able to have people in studio with us, there has still been a blessing that I've been able to connect with a lot of great people over the internet. Throughout the year, I had one or two times where I thought that I might have coronavirus myself. I got tested the first time in July, and thank God I didn't have it, but I still took the precautions needed. Later on in the year, in November, my family members got it. And even though I never tested positive myself, I still had to be in quarantine for four weeks. It was a very difficult time. Isolation is not something that I do too well with. But I was still able to work from home and Skype in to see the program and talk with everybody that I needed to communicate with. And I looked at this time where I was working from home as an opportunity that God had set me apart to intercede for our nation which I definitely did a lot of, more than normal. And so in that regards, it was a blessing. Throughout this year, I've also been able to help other people start their own podcast. Dan and Amy Perkins, who I also did an episode with, started their own podcast called Reasoning Together, and I was able to help them get everything that they needed to do to get started with their podcast. I also recently started producing another podcast for another guest from along the way, Dan Wheeler. Dan Wheeler and his friends, Terry Steen and Brian Rowland, have a ministry together that they've been doing for a couple years called Fearless Faith, and they wanted to do a podcast, so I'm working with them now, too. That podcast will be coming out in mid-January. It's called Finish Strong, and it's a lot of fun to work with those guys. As I said earlier, I like to start my yearly goals on January 2nd because it's my birthday, and it's so close to January 1st anyway. But this year, I got to do something really special to me on January 2nd. I drove with my family to a church in Pittsburgh where 100 years ago, they were actually the first church to ever broadcast over the radio. And it was a very special time. I did a Instagram Live, and I'm going to share that audio with you right now. Hey, everybody. This is John Matarazzo, and it's my birthday. And... Uh, I also I share my birthday with a historic event that happened 100 years ago today. And uh, January 2nd, 1921, right here from the Calvary Episcopal Church, the very first broadcast of the radio broadcast of a church service happened right here. 
And I think that's one of the coolest things that I get to share my birthday with with such a historic event. Even though it happened many years apart, right here, um, I, I'm actually gonna. I have. I was able to get the bulletin from that from that service, and I'm gonna just read that. Um, an interesting arrangement has been made for tonight's service. The international radio company Westinghouse has installed wireless uh, has installed wireless telephone receiving apparatus in the channel uh, in the chancel. And tonight's music, sermon, and service will be flashed for a radius of more than a thousand miles through space. There will be special Christmas carols and Gounod's magnificent credo by the choir. Mr. Whitmore will preach a New Year's sermon. Is it not wonderful to think that wireless receivers for hundreds of miles around us may hear tonight the incomparable service of the prayer book, the lovely carols of Christmas, the tremendous Nicene Confession, and the spoken sermon's word of cheer for this for the new year? And uh, man, radio has played a very important part of my life, and broadcasting the gospel is my my call. And I'm excited to do that through TV and through podcasting now, which through podcasting, my Along the Way podcast has now reached 165 countries, I believe, the last time that I looked and just crossed 40,000 downloads. And I am just so thankful to God for that. And um, yeah, so uh, this is a, a cool thing. And I wanted to just share that with everybody. Uh, there's nothing special here happening at the church to commemorate that at the moment. Um, I think that's due to the COVID regulations and, th- and things like that. But this is a, an important thing for me. And uh, yeah, so here's the, here's the plaque. It's really cool. And from this very church, a hundred years ago, the gospel was first broadcast. And that's awesome. And the Gospels continue to go around the world and change hearts and lives. Thanks for joining. That was a highlight for me to be able to do that, to be able to be there 100 years after that historic event, and to know that I am preaching the Gospel over the airwaves, whether it be digital airwaves or over the broadcast airwaves as well. My verse now for 2021 is Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you and with you. He will neither leave you nor abandon you. That is the word that I am standing on for this year. And I hope that it encourages you too. Thank you for listening to some of my takeaways from the year 2020. There's a lot more that I've learned, but I feel like you've listened to enough of me talking. I will be getting back to regular interview episodes coming up shortly. But I want to thank you for listening to Along the Way. I hope that you like what you hear and that you subscribe. Feel free to connect with me online as well. All of my socials and contact links are in the show notes, and you can check out all of my episodes at my website, alongtheway.media. You can join my email list to stay updated along the way. I also have a Patreon page if you want to help me to continue to put out these Along the Way episodes. If you'd like to become a Patreon, simply go to patreon.com slash along the way and select the level. The link to become a Patreon supporter is in my show notes. If you've enjoyed joining me along my way, please share this episode with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast. 
Also, please rate and review Along the Way on iTunes. That helps more people discover Along the Way. And you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and at my website, alongtheway.media. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey. And may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way. Along the Way is honored to be part of the Charisma Podcast Network. You can find tons of spirit-filled content from their vast catalog of podcasts, including my Monday through Friday news stories for the Charisma News Podcast. Go to cpnshows.com to see the full list and latest episodes.